Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Creating our reality talk show. And today is Sunday, January 25th already. We're 25 days into 2015. <laughs> um, as I stated, this is where we discuss all things spiritual, and by that I mean that we are non physical spiritual beings having physical human experiences, and life is quite delicious. It can be. If you desire it to be, if you choose it to be, if you use the tools in your toolbox, which you carry with you every day, mind you, um, and it's a spiritual thing, you would understand. That's our mission statement here. I want to say hello to Yaren, who's joining us this week again, live uh, from Tel Aviv, Israel. Hi, Yaren. Also, Linda is in the house. And uh, she's going to help me read today. Hi, Linda. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and we were all just, you know, chatting before the show started and chatting about our week. And uh, we had a good week. And we had some snow here on the East Coast. I think Linda had a little snow. Yeah, I don't yep. think so. <laughs> shalom, shalom, Yaren. And, um... It's really quite sunny here today. I got up this morning early, well, earlier than usual on a Sunday, because, you know, these, these are the only two days I have off from that J-O-B that I do every every week, and I am blessed to have it, <laughs> even if, even if the uh, consumers call and they drive me crazy. I, I am uh, finding ways to enjoy the craziness. So, um, But this morning I got up early and... Uh, did some yoga, which, by the way, I haven't been able to do since the fall. The fall of 2012, that's what I'm going to call it now. <laughs> and, um, man, 
I I feel good. I got to stretch my body. Um, it was a little, you know, just little tings, little tings here and there, but all in all, it was delicious. Had some coffee, got to see five Blue Jays singing in tune with my music that I had in my headphones. That was kind of cool. Um, I love seeing Blue Jays in the winter. It's kind of awesome because you have this white, dark, darkness, everything, nothing is green, everything is brown, and then uh, blue jays come with their beautiful color, and a cardinal, mind you, um, flying in the trees this morning. It was awesome, so I knew it was going to be a good day. When I say blue jays, I know it's going to be a good day. <laughs> That's my indication that all is well, and um, so I hope you all had a good week. I had a fantastic week, and I was telling uh gang before we started that I got my jewelry making tools in the mail yesterday. So I'm really thrilled about that. I get to start making jewelry again. You'll see some pictures up. Um, If you like them, let me know. Um, We do have a new email. It's the Indigo Room 2. The number 2, the Indigo Room 2 at AOL.com. I mean, sorry. Nope. Not (laughs) AOL.com. I know, Linda, you Gmail. want to smack me, right? <laughs> you want to smack me right now. Gmail. That's gmail.com. Room 2 at gmail.com. Also, um, you can listen to previous episodes of The Indigo Room on Sedona Talk Radio. And there are some fabulous shows to listen to on Sedona Talk Radio. So uh, do check it out. Linda has a whole list of uh, talk shows, Sedona Talk Radio. That's what you look for. And um, it's not just me. There are other wonderful talk shows uh, going on there. It's not just the Indigo Room. So do check that out. And we're also um, rebroadcasting the Indigo Room at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you missed the show last week, you don't feel like coming over to TalkShoe.com, looking for the show, you can uh, listen or you're not using iTunes and you want to listen to a rebroadcast, it'll be rebroadcast at TGFRadio.com every Sunday at about 4.30 in the afternoon. So you can listen to rebroadcasts um, of previous shows. So they're a week behind. So this week will be last week's show, Aaron, on TGFradio.com. And um, I want to thank the Magnificent Duda and DJ Black China. <laughs> They're the ones that host it. Um, so last week we left off with the I Am Discourses. We're in Volume 3. And we left off on page 228. And we're going to continue reading uh, this wonderful little discourse really not little. It's actually kind of big and it's very powerful and has a lot of uh, information and tools for you. Get in the habit. Get in the habit of calling your mighty I am presence. I got to tell you, the more you do it, the better you feel and the more confident you you feel um, knowing that your I am presence, your subconscious, your source, your God self is working on your behalf. Um, 
one of the phrases that I love so much, or quotes that I love so much in, in the book, is when you begin to serve the light, the light turns around and serves you. And I have to tell you that is so much the truth. And um, the more you bring your mighty I am presence into fruition, the more you focus on your mighty God self. Man, the better it gets. And um, you start to feel better. You start to think better thoughts. You start to focus better. But it's it's all up to you because we have free will. So you don't have to do it. Nobody's making you do it. You just have to decide to be more determined. You have to decide to um, bring the light into your experience more and more and more. And it doesn't stop you from being the person you are, you know. Um, You just are more of it. (laughs) You just stand in your full perfection. And a lot of times people think that, oh, well, you know, if I... I'm, you know, calling my God self, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this, I can't. You can be whatever you want. Um, Your mighty God self is no respecter of persons, just so you know. But you can't, it will work for you, period, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. Um, We're all God in embryo. We all have this God self inside of us. And it just, makes you more of who you already are and um, brings out all the delicious parts of you. Instead of focusing so much on the wicky-wacky stuff, you you begin to realize and feel better. You realize your body starts to feel better. Your thoughts start to feel better. Your actions that you take, you take better actions. You do things in a in a in a more constructive way instead of a deconstructive way. So um, I'm thrilled to be here with you this Sunday, and I'm thrilled to be reading the Iron Discourses with you. And I hope, I hope, I hope that you are too. <laughs> Hi, guest boy. Oh, guest boy just left. Okay. So we are reading page 228 today. I'm going to start the read, and unless, Linda, you have to go. Early. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm fine. Okay. So I'm going to start um, this one. We're in Discourse 20. That's where we left off last week. And uh, let's just get started. We're on page 228. And... Um, We're going to uh, do a little discussion, too. Of course, we'll have room for question and answers, hopefully. Uh, (laughs) But I really want to get started with this. You are making such splendid progress. Did you know that? Did you realize you're making such great, splendid progress? Welcome, guest five. Do not let any fear of persons, places, conditions, or things interrupt or disturb you. That's where we get wicky-wacky, right? I, I, I had to catch myself yesterday. Just, just this little thing. And it's, it, it feels so silly, but 
I had to catch myself. I was like, what are you doing? And it's years of programming that I had to undo in the moment, you know, that I was experiencing them. Um, I received several boxes, you know, in the mail on my front, on my, on my doorstep. My jewelry making tools were in those boxes. And so I'm breaking down the boxes, you know, and I start peeling off my address label. And that's not a bad thing to do. I'm not saying that, you know, it's a good or it's a bad thing. It's just a thing. So um, I was doing it based on the uh, idea, which is a fearful idea, um, that, you know, I don't want anybody to get my address and start using my, um, you know, or find me or use my, because, you know, people tell you to always take the, the labels off of magazines. You ever hear that, Linda? Take the labels off of magazines. Cross out your cross out your address and all that. So I'm crossing, you know, I'm doing all that, and then it, it dawned on me that that is a thing that I picked up from other news or you know stuff that people tell you or you hear it on the news. Don't put your mail in the garbage. You know, people go through your mail and then the next thing they're going to use your identity and you're going to have your identity stolen or they can find you. And I'm going through all this stuff in my mind while I'm peeling off the label. And it occurred to me that's a fear-based thought, right? So, so something so simple that really is a fear-based thought. And I said, I had to laugh at myself. I said, well, what, what are you afraid of? Why, what, what's the fear there? Oh, you know, somebody can find you. And, so, and then I thought, well, somebody can use your, your, your identity. And I was like, well, see, if they want to go ahead and try to get credit in my name, <laughs> and then all this other stuff started coming up. So you have to catch yourself in these little, the little seemingly insignificant fear-based thoughts and change them immediately, but you have to catch them because it's not real. It's not real. Okay. So I said all that to say this. For the presence of the light stands before you, beckoning you on that you may be held in its fond embrace receiving of its boundless riches of every description which it holds in store for you. Now, there are riches held in store for us, yeah? But we block them with those silly little stupid CSL thoughts. Let me take the labels off my boxes, you know, because I don't want anybody. What? Why am I? What? You can't fear, disturb, or interrupt you. I said, you know what, I need to call on my mighty iron cousin. Change that up. Just change it up. I shall now say something which may seem astonishing, but I assure you it is very true. Last night, as the question was asked, had you all been together before, I wish to say that it would not have been possible for you to have been drawn into this intensified action of the great inner law if you had not previously had harmonious association and training. Isn't that interesting? What do you think about that, Linda? 
you would not have been pulled in or drawn into this intensified action of the great inner law if you had not had previously harmonious association and training. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking we might have all been together before doing this. <laughs> I, I don't think there's I don't think there's a question in that. <laughs> I like that's a statement. I think so, right? I'm I'm thinking that's like there's no question in that. We were all pulled together before doing this. Yep. While it may be difficult at first for you to comprehend it, you are receiving intensified training, which herefore too has only been given after has only been given after a three year probation in the retreat. Some of you have stored up treasures of energy. I mean by that energy created by your conscious activity through your I am presence. Others have stored up treasures of light. Again, others have treasures of love. Others have gold and jewels which were placed in keeping to be used in this embodiment. Several of you, on the point of releasing into visibility into your hands, we stored up treasures. Do not think I have gone into fancy daydreaming, but I am calling this to your attention for your benefit and blessing. I know some of us are wondering, you know, where are my jewels at? Well, see, if you got a question where your jewels at, then you got more work to do. <laughs> I wish each one of you to go by yourselves sometime during the day for at least five minutes and talk to your I am presence. Something like this. Great, masterful presence, which I am. I love. I adore thee. I give back unto thee the fullness of all creative power, all love, all wisdom. And through this power which thou art, I give thee full power to make visible in my hand and use the fulfillment of my every desire. I no longer claim any power as my own, for I now claim thee, the only and all-conquering presence in my home my life, my world, my experience. I acknowledge... Now, why did you know? Sorry. I acknowledge... I don't know why that happened, Linda. I don't know why that muted you. Um, <clears throat> I no longer claim any power as my own, for I now claim thee, the only and all-conquering presence in my home, my life, my world, and my experience. I acknowledge thy full supremacy and command of all things, and as my consciousness is fixed upon an achievement, your invincible presence and intelligence takes command and brings the fulfillment into my experience quickly, even with the speed of thought. Oof. Oof. Can you remember that? Y'all might want to, you know, get the get the download of the book or buy the book and write that down somewhere so you can see it every day. Talk to your I am present. And it will talk back to you in thought. I know that thou art ruler over time, place, and space. Therefore, thou requires only now to bring into the visible activity, activity thy every perfection, 
I stand absolutely firm in the full acceptance of this now and forever, and I shall not allow my mind to waver from it, for at last I know we are one. I get giddy thinking about my I am presence and God self. I just, some days I just stand there and I go, I am so in love with you. I just adore you. To my I am self, to my I am presence, to my mighty I am. And it's not, it's getting more and more delicious to stand in that presence and stand in that light and feel that and say that out loud. You should see me at work sometimes. I go into the bathroom stalls because, you know, it needs to be quiet because everybody's talking. And I just embrace that. Standing in that knowing. And also really, really call your uh, violet flame in, your sacred flame in as you just start to sleep at night. One of the things that I want to encourage you to is during the process of the day, just state in your mind health. You don't even have to say I am health because maybe sometimes you can't feel that if you're not feeling well. Just feel the word health inside of you or feel the word wealth inside of you, success. Just, just that. Just the word. Just feel that as you're drifting off to sleep or during the course of your busy day. You have a thousand billion thoughts going through your mind. Why not grab onto those? Health, wealth, beauty, light, praise, joy. Find high vibrating words and sounds and thoughts to pull into your, into your being. Beloved students, you may add or weave into this anything you wish, anything else you wish for your requirement. And I assure you, if you can live in this, and I shall endeavor to help you do so, you will experience the opening of the floodgates of God's abundance. I think here that I should explain to you the most important, the most desirable thing that anyone can do is to fix within his or her mind the one permanent necessity, and that is to keep it, keep at it until one reaches so deeply and firmly into this mighty I am presence that all love, light, good, and riches flow into his or her life and experienced by an inner propelling power that not of outer personalities may at any time, anywhere, ever interfere with it. See, that's what I had to do yesterday with the labels on the box and my thought about, you know, leaving my name and address and all that on the box. What if, what? I got my mighty I am presence. What is there to be afraid of? What is there to, to um, be worried about? Because the more you worry about if you're if you're in a fearful thought, guess what you're attracting? Those wicky-wacky experiences. Literally, you're attracting those. So wouldn't it be much more... Um, of a better experience to catch yourself in those moments and turn, and, you know, focus on something that is much more delicious, much more powerful, like your I am presence. Because if you stand in your I am presence, who are you afraid of? 
Nobody. What are you afraid of? No thing. Right? This is the object of true training. This is why students were brought into the retreats as they could be found ready or sufficiently progressed because, as I have said before, it is easy enough to solve your problems as they come along, but I ask you, what good does it do to continue to solve problems unless you have something somewhere to which you can anchor that raises you above the consideration of any problem? Right? Now, that's deep. If you can, what, what? In, in your God self, in your mighty I am presence, there is no problem. We decide that there's a problem. I got a, 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 a fortune cookie from, from even Chinese food at work this, this week or last week. And, it, and this is so good, and it's so apropos. It's the best uh, fortune I've ever gotten out of a fortune cookie, ever. I still have it. It says, yes, by calling full, you created emptiness. Wrap your minds around that one. Did you get that, Linda? Yeah. Yes, I have by to calling think about that one. I know. <laughs> yes, by calling full, you created emptiness. You could have no emptiness if you did not create the fullness, right? And so with, with your mighty eye and self, there's no fullness, there's no emptiness. There just is. Hmm. No problem. See, when we create fullness, then we have to have emptiness. And when we have emptiness, we look at it as a problem. Um, to find your I am presence and to anchor to it, is the only desirable thing to do. Well, you don't have to find it because you already it's already entered it's already in you. You just have to use it. Until you come to this point of firm anchorage to your great I am presence, of course it is necessary to solve your problems as they come along. But how much better it is to enter in and set free that mighty presence, energy and action which has already solved the problems before they appear to you, because it is no problem. It is not, is this not more acceptable than to awaken every morning and find these problems coming up, staring you in the face as though they were something really important, which after all, they are not? Wouldn't it be great to be able to stand in your mighty I am presence and wake up in the morning and not, looking at the problems that are staring you in your face because there are no problems because it's already been handled. Whatever has whatever was supposed to go down, you know, didn't because your mighty I am presence is on the job working because you are standing in your mighty I am presence knowing that you are standing in your mighty I am presence. <laughs> Put that in your peace pipe and smoke it. Yet I am sure you will agree with me that some of them or at least your outer sense about them, is that they are tremendous, tremendously ponderous, your problems. 
With your glorious obedience to divine principle of created beings, you shall move along the pathway with your armor of invincible protection buckled on until the intensity of the very light that you enter into will no longer require the armor. So for a time, you know, if you're new at this, like I am, (laughs) you will see the problems. Because with fullness, you know, you created the fullness, so you're going to experience the emptiness, the ebb and the flow, the in and the out here in this physical reality that we live in. And, yes, you're going to have to use some of your humanness to resolve those problems because you're not really anchored in your I am presence yet. Not fully. Yeah, maybe you do it every little once in a while, you know, when you think about it, you come back to it, and, you know, for a little couple of days, you do a little I am statement, you're feeling good, and then you revert right back to the discord, and, you know, we got you're doing this back and forth thing. The pendulum swings one way, comes back and swings the other way. And then there becomes a point when you know that you know that you know. And it takes some work. It is a little bit of work that you have to do. But it's delicious work. Because it's definitely becoming more delicious. Is it not worth all the effort it takes to accomplish it? And you may ever, that you may ever move in this glorious freedom. Then when you awaken in the morning, you will no longer find these visitors appear. Oh, uh, you want me to repeat the cookie for, for the cookie fortune? Yes, by calling full, you created emptiness. As I have spoken these words, I have held you, each one in the searchlight of my vision, even without your permission, so that when you hear these words, you will feel the inner conviction of them with a strength which will delight you. When critical or disturbing thoughts try to find entrance into your consciousness, slam the door quickly and command them to be gone forever. Did you know you could do that? Did you know you had the power to do that? Did you know you had the right to do that? Do not give them a chance nor time to gain a foothold, remembering always that you have the strength and the sustaining power of the mighty I am presence to do this. Should you have difficulty in holding the door shut, talk to your I am presence and say, See here? I need help. See, the door to this disturbance is closed and kept closed forever. You can ask for help. I do it all the time. Yo, mighty I am present, yo. You need to handle it. Shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. I command my mighty I am present to do things all the time, especially with wicky wacky people. And this is what's happening with the job that I have now. 
the 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 full time job that I have at this moment. Every day, I have to command my mighty I am present to 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 handle these discordant complaining people. And myself too, because I'm in it. So I have to, I have to um, command myself as well. I want you to get fixed in your consciousness that you can talk to your I am presence the same as you could talk to me, believing that I have limitless power. Because I tell you, there is no idle comment when I say you can. Cause this mighty presence to handle every condition in your entire experience and raise you into its freedom and dominion of all things. You can do it. You can do it. Seriously. I tell you it's no idle comment. You can cause this mighty presence to handle every condition, every condition. Did you hear me? Every, not just some, not, you know, just the money, not just, oh, can I have a nice house, not just every condition. You start to find that you stop worrying so much when you when you bring your I am presence into play and into the forefront. You stop the stress so much. I am loving this second year of focusing so much on my mighty eye. I am loving it. I'm loving it more this year than I did last year when I, or the year before when I first started, 2013 when I first started. I guess it's my third year, right? I guess. 2013, yeah, it's my third year. As some of you have already reached into the activity of the universal substance, I want to call the attention of all of you to the fact that the substance of your body and this substance seeming to be invisible about you is immensely sensitive to your conscious thought and feeling by which you can mold it into any form you wish. That's a key word right there. It's extremely sensitive. Yeah? Extremely sensitive. What does that mean? It's extremely sensitive. What do you think? That this energy, this substance of your body, and the substance that's all around us, the universal substance that's invisible to our naked eye, is extremely and immensely sensitive to your conscious self. Yeah, like a sensitive telescope. But also think about like when, when your skin is, you know, you can, on your skin how sensitive it is in certain areas. Like if you touch your eyeball, that is sensitive right there. You don't stick things in your eye because you just, little tiny speck, boy, little tiny speck of lint 
can send your eye into like you go you, you can't even focus, you can't think, you can't do anything. Imagine your conscious thought now is going out into this sensitive universal substance and your thoughts are as wicky wacky as all get out and then you wonder why craziness happens to you. If your thought is touching this universal substance and it is manifesting things for you, because it's manifesting all the time, we just never really conscious of the things that it's manifesting. It's manifesting our feelings and thoughts all the time. It is on the job 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It does not stop. You can't see it, but it's all around you, this substance. And every time you have this visceral feeling and thought together, match, poof, and it manifests to you. Ding, ding, ding. The substance of your body can, by your conscious thought and feeling, be molded into the most exquisite beauty of form. <laughs> I know that's hard for a lot of us to think about. Because we can't, we're looking at the body that we have and we're going, yeah, right, stage, whatever. Your eyes, your hair, your teeth, and skin made dazzling with radiant beauty. Can you believe and accept that? This should be very encouraging to the ladies and I'm sure will be to the gentlemen, only they do not like to admit it. It's still the same. Not much has changed about the men, not liking to admit that about themselves. This book was written in 1932. So, the substance of your body can, by your conscious thought and feeling, be molded into the most exquisite beauty of form. What does that mean to you? How do you feel about that? I'm not just reading words. I want to understand if you get it, if you feel it, if you if you can accept it even. Can you accept that? Does it feel like it's truth to you? Because if it doesn't, you may want to ponder that a bit. You may want to write that down and work that around in your mind and your thought and your feeling. I saw a picture of Aaron Neville, and we often see pictures of older people, right, Um, doing things and being things and stretching and doing all kinds of amazing feats and, and, and look at them. And I saw this picture of Aaron Neville. He's a singer here in the United States. Probably worldwide, some of you may know. He's 74 today is his birthday. And you have to look at him, and, and I tell you, he looks like he's 47. I didn't see any any evidence of plastic surgery. He's got arms like, you know, like like he, his body, his physique, his whole being looks amazing. Yeah, you saw his pic, yeah. So, you know, if he could do it, why can't you? Because y'all got, we got wiki-wacky stuff going on. 
So I'm not saying that he's doing that. That's not what he's doing. I'm just saying those are the possibilities within us. We can have your eyes, your hair, your teeth, and your skin, the main dazzling with radiant beauty. If you believe that your mighty I am presence is within you and you focus and you harness that energy, it does. I look at my own self. I'm going, ooh, yeah, I'm starting to look a little bit better. Get, get back. Get back to my glowing self. <laughs> Beloved brothers and sisters, when you look into the mirror, say to that which you see there, through the intelligence and beauty which I am, I command you to take on perfect beauty of form, for I am that beauty in every cell which you are composed. You shall respond to my command and become radiantly beautiful in every way, in thought, word, feeling, and form. I am the fire and beauty of your eyes, and I carry forth this radiant energy into everything which I look. Woo! Some of us say, I don't have time for that, Sydney. Well, cool. You got, don't, don't have time for that. I got time. I got time for it. I have a little thing on my mirror in my bathroom. I put it up while my roommate was away. When she came home and I took it down because, you know, I was like, okay, I don't, I'm not trying to push this on anybody. I, you know, this is for me. So she said, you can put the paper back up. <laughs> oh, yeah, so why not have these things so you can see them, so you can remind yourself continually to see that and to state that and to feel those feelings of truth in your being. Thus, you can cause to come into your appearance the perfection, there's that word again, which will give you all the encouragement you want to know that I am always the governing presence. That's what Linda created, one of the um, I am statements she created um, the other day, I posted. Thank you for the pictures, by the way, Linda. They were awesome. I wish to say to you who desire your forms to become more symmetrical, start your hands at the shoulders and bring them down over the body to the feet, feeling the perfection or symmetry of the form you wish. I know it sounds like voodoo, but it's not. (laughs) Through your hands will go the energy or quality which you desire to manifest. If you will try this with deep, earnest feeling, you will be amazed at the results. This is the greatest reducer in the world. This, I assure you, will cause the flesh as it comes into more beautiful symmetry and perfection to become firm and yet supple in every way because you are sending the energy of the I am presence through these cells, causing them to obey your commands. You can do it. This may sound ridiculous. I told you it's going to sound like voodoo. But I tell you, it is one of the best 
surest and most perfect way to bring about the perfection of the body, I tell you, anyone who will practice this will bring the body into any condition that one desires. I want the students to get the fullness of the idea that they are masters of their forms, their minds, and their worlds, and can inject into them whatsoever they wish, the pure and perfect, perfect life of God is flowing through you every instant. Why not switch it off? Why not switch off the old design and switch on the new? Do you not see how important it is to perfect the body? I keep coming back to the last two weeks on how really perfect this vehicle that we have really is. And I am talking to my body every day, just like I talk to my I am presence. I'm like, you know what? I just love you. I love the perfection of you. I love that you are this amazing vehicle that I have put through so much, mind you. (laughs) And still, you continue to bounce back. I mean, think about the perfection of our bodies in what it was intended to be. It was intended to be a vehicle that could house our spirits while we're here, that could house this God self while we're here. If you could ponder that for a little bit and just think about that for a minute. It's it's a vehicle, just like your car. We take better care of our cars, some of us, than we do our own bodies, right? We think better about our cars than we do our own bodies. So if you could think that much about your car and taking good care of your car and getting it inspected and making sure you treat it well, then wouldn't it be great to transfer those wonderful, delicious thoughts you have about your car? Now, you may may have a car that's rickety-rackety and you're thinking it's a piece of crap, but, you know, it wouldn't be nice to be able to think about your vehicle, the one that carries your spirit around as perfect perfection, and then watch it change to match that? One of the things that um, I have re um, reconstituted into my spirit is that every 11 months I get a new body. Every 11 months. I am not keeping my, eye, my, my attention on what has happened prior to. I mean, I can talk to you about it and give you the experience of it and tell you because hopefully it will encourage you. But not to dwell in it and feel, oh, 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 that's what happened to me, and, you know, and this is why I am. Uh-uh, I don't have time for that. I just don't have time for that. I could wallow in so many different things that have happened to my body, it would make your head spin. I don't have time for that. I just don't. I don't have time to... to um. Uh, have a um, fight against it. I'm not fighting against my body. I'm not determined, you know, to uh, uh, fight against my body. I'm just not. I'm not determined to keep 
those thoughts of, you know, uh, being a survivor even. Because to me, that just means that, um, you know, and if that's where you are, that's okay. You can move from that. I'm just perfection, period. There's no surviving perfection. You are perfection. You can't survive perfection. You are perfection. So you, you, there's, there's tweaks that you, we all have to do in our own thought process. Little tweaks. What can the inner presence do with a body that is sick or out of harmony all the time? When this is the case, the attention becomes so fixed upon the body that the I am presence cannot get the attention, but a little part of the time. That is so true. Because we're so self-focused and so um, conscious of the pain or whatever we're going through at that time that the mighty I am presence gets kind of edged out. So we give them more attention to the pain and the stress and the drama of it all than the mighty I am presence where if we could more and more and more take our thought off of that and put it on our mighty I am presence, the healing that we're really wanting has room to take place. It is so easy, if you will, but do it. With the treatment of the flesh, with the energy of the I am presence, it becomes firm and perfect. The reason I speak of this with such deep, earnest feeling today is because I see the change and improvement in almost everyone, and by special conscious attention directed to this, how much more quickly will each one be brought into the perfection which he desires. When an individual has an abnormal abdomen, and anything that is more than straight is abnormal, he should raise the left hand in this position, palm up, move the right hand in a rotary motion over the abdomen, moving from left to right. Each time the hand passes over it, feel deeply the absorbing activity. That's a, that's a little activity that you can do for yourself. Did you understand what that means? Hold your left hand up like you're receiving energy, and then channel that energy in your abdomen, rub your right hand, palm facing forward, in a a circular motion around it, over the abdomen. You can start to feel the heat. Try it. Let's all try it together. Left palm up. Yeah? Right palm facing forward, rotary motion around the abdomen. Do you feel heat? I feel heat. The heat is on. Do you feel heat? Do you feel heat, Linda? Maybe you don't. Linda probably does because she's an energy. She moves energy all the time. Hello? Anybody there that put you to sleep? Um, yes, I was on mute. I muted myself. Yes. <laughs> I gave me a chance to hit the unmute button. Do you feel the heat? Oh, yeah. 
And yes. even if you don't feel the heat, you keep doing it and it right. will come. Thank you. That's true. You're right, Linda. Because uh, when we, because that's one thing they teach teach you with energy healing is even if you don't feel it, if the if you're doing it for someone else, they will feel it. Mm. Well, I got to tell you, when I first started doing this, um, when I first read the I Am Discourses, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Literally. I didn't feel any heat. I didn't feel the energy. Now I do. I feel it immediately. You know? But that is um, just work. You know, that's just me, not work, but, you know, me staying focused and focusing on my mighty I am presence. Do I do this every day? No, of course I don't because I forget. (laughs) I'm becoming more conscious of it, and for the past two weeks I have been doing it more often. You know, like when I take a shower, it's the easiest time to do it for me. Hi, Gary. Good morning. Um. The quick charge of energy through the hands goes into the cells, contracting and reducing them into a normal condition. <laughs> Yesterday was your birthday? Well, happy birthday, Gary. Oh, my goodness. Happy birthday to you, Gary. Happy birthday to you. I didn't know yesterday was your birthday. I didn't get a notice. You don't have it up there on your Facebook. See, I'm going to have to come to Oregon and, and, uh, you know, do a little recognizance and find you and then smack you and then go home. (laughs) Can I come with? Uh, Yes. Yes, you can. Oh, my God, I have to send you something for your birthday. And that's job you didn't tell us. Uh, you incognito. Okay. Um, when an individual of a quick charge of energy through the hand goes into the cells, concentrating, I mean, contracting and reducing them into a normal condition, I assure you this instruction is no idle fancy, but is of tremendous import, and it will accomplish the purpose for which it is used absolutely without question if applied with earnest and feeling. The consciousness, of course, should be that the energy flowing through the right hand is the all-powerful, absorbing presence, consuming the unnecessary cells and bringing the body into a perfect, normal condition. Yeah, I didn't have that highlighted before. I have to re-highlight. <laughs> I have to re-highlight that. <laughs> yeah, we're all going to go smack Gary for his birthday. He said yesterday was his birthday, and he said it's going to be 60 degrees and sunny. And instead of ice or usual 40 to 50, it was, guess what, 60 and sunny. That's right. He said, can't tell me this doesn't work. <laughs> You got that right, Gary. This stuff does work. 
and you can change the weather. And I know we don't think we can. We all forget that we have the ability, but we can. I need to read that again. The energy flowing through the right hand is the all-powerful absorbing presence consuming the unnecessary cells, excuse me, bringing the body into a perfect normal condition. This will not only adjust the abnormal size of the abdomen, but will penetrate through the form, charging the intestinal activity with a cleansing, purifying process, which will be of inestimable inestimable. benefit. Inestimable, inestimable <laughs> uh, benefit. Those who have found the activity of those organs lazy will find them quickened into normal action. Maybe that's why I started eating the way I've been eating lately. I assure you that the ladies will not need to use rolling pins or roll on the floor. (laughs) Also, I assure you the ladies are not the only ones who use rolling pins. I don't know what they use rolling pins for in the back of the 30s, but I guess maybe they used it to try to flatten their bellies or something. I don't know. The unfortunate, most appalling condition is that individuals having within them this mighty God presence will give every imaginable power to outside things to produce results within and upon themselves when whatever remedial agent they use, whether exercise, drugs, or anything else, has little effect, if any, except the quality and power they have consciously given these agents. This treatment acts upon the cells wherever they are, they, be they bones or flesh. Do you want to um, read, Linda? Sure. Okay. All right, Gary. Yeah, I'll call uh, so we can make coffee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh Okay. Um, okay. How prone the outer mind is to question the ability of the inner, this inner self, to handle any part of the body. If it will handle one kind of a cell, it will handle all. Make the outer accept the full power of the inner presence, and thus let it expand into use in all things. The outer mind, through long habit has been given, has given enormous power to drugs and remedial agents of every kind. But do you not see that the only thing that does it is the power and authority you give it to have an effect upon your body? Do not mean for a single instant that individuals who who have not become aware of the I am presence should cease all remedial agents. Can you read that again? Can you read that again? Because oftentimes we get questions about that. Well, you know, I've heard people say, well, Sydney, I have a headache. Should I take an Advil? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You don't stop the remedial agent. Go ahead, Linda. I do not mean for a single instance that individuals who have not become aware of the I am presence should cease all remedial agents but if they will fix in their minds firmly that no outer thing has any power in their experience except what they give it 
they will begin to rise out of the limitations into which they have placed themselves. Here, let me say that 90% of the power given to outer things is unconsciously given, and even most students are not aware of it. That's what happened to me with the labels on the box. Hmm? You see? It's a similar thing. Yeah. No different. I was giving the power to the outer instead of my mighty I am presence because, and it was something I was just doing unconsciously, you know, in, in the effort. I wasn't even giving it any conscious thought or thought, or, or, I, or I thought I wasn't, you know, like I thought I was, oh, let me take these labels off the box. But that's going out into the substance, touching it, like I touched my eyeball, made my eyes tear up. So that's going out into the substance. Do I want to have those types of experiences? No, I do not. I want to not I want to have freedom. I want to be joyful. I want to be experience you know, I don't want to have that in my consciousness, so you have to change that. Go ahead, Linda. Sorry. Now to turn about and give this great God presence within you all power to do the things you require and wish to do, will accomplish them with a speed and certainty far beyond what any outside remedial agent could do. Some will grasp this idea with tremendous tenacity, while others will require more effort. But it is surely worthwhile making any effort to accomplish it. And I have to agree, I've seen amazing changes in an hour in a person. Mm. From having a runny nose, going through a box of Kleenex, it seems like in 10 minutes, coughing, packing to, uh, you know, barely a sniffle and feeling, you know, 900% better. Right. So it is possible. Remember the I am presence knows all things for all eternity, in all ways, past, present, and future, without limit. If the student would think of this great presence, contemplate it, and know that it is all love, wisdom, and power, then when he fixes his attention on something to be accomplished, he knows this presence is the open door, the all-powerful accomplishment, and it cannot fail. Call on the law of forgiveness and direct the energy of the master self to correct and adjust the wrong and in that way obtain freedom from its reaction. You see, my dear people, that there is so much unnecessary power given to the outer activity and stress of things which the I am presence cares of absolutely nothing about. It is at no time it is at no time concerned with the mistakes of the outer self. If the individual but understood that he could turn away from all these discordant activities and give the master I am presence within all authority and power to dissolve and dissipate the wrong condition, he could never in any way feel the reactions from his wrongdoing. When the individual allows himself or herself to continue to criticize, 
condemn or judge another of his fellow beings. He is not only injuring the other person, but is unknowingly admitting into his own experience the very element that he is seeing wrong in the other person. This, the true understanding of this will make it easy for individuals to forever cease such undesirable activity when they know that it is for their own protection. So there you go. Do we realize that we that it's for our own protection? Because you know, I still I still find myself getting critical of others. I, I, you know, if I didn't, I would be offended already. And you you'd be talking to me through the sound ray, <laughs> <laughs> and not through <laughs> and not through the indigo room ray. You'd be talking mm-hmm. to me through the sound ray because I would have offended. So I have not offended, and I still find myself. You know, and I have to catch myself. I do. I, I, you know, I really make the effort, though, to catch myself when I do fall into that. You know, I call on the law of forgiveness. And I call on my mighty art ancestors to unravel that because, you know, I'm hurting myself. Again, you know, having resentment and being critical is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. doesn't work. You're the one that's going to get with you're the one that's that. You're the one that's going to be affected. So if you realize that it's for your protection, maybe, you know, we'll be less critical of others. But I do. I fall into those traps, and then I have to climb back up out of the, out of the trap. You know, I'm like, oh, I did it again. And I, but I don't beat myself up anymore. I used to beat myself up a lot. But it's wrong with you. Now look what happened to you. Blah, 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 blah. And, and, you know, now I just call them my I am presence. I'm like, listen, call no more forgiveness because I know that that was wicky-wacky. I know I shouldn't have done it. I went and did it anyway. Sometimes I will see myself going into it anyway, and I keep going. <laughs> That's like driving, on, driving into head-on traffic. You know that you're on the wrong side of the street, but you've got to keep driving anyway. Well, maybe I can duck and dodge, you know. Maybe I can duck and dodge those moving cars that are coming at me. Man, get back on your side of the road. Get back in your lane. Get back over there. And call on the law of forgiveness. And get on with the business of loving and being, you know, not critical and not resentful. And, man, there are some days I have to call on the law of forgiveness several times. <laughs> Let me just say that. But it does work. What did you say? So true. They only play the role I give them. Yes. You're right, Gary. And Yaren, how close is an I am statement to be still and know that I am God? That's a perfect I am statement. Be still and know that I am God. That's a perfect one. You can say that to a lot of discordant activities that happen. You can say that to yourself. I say that to myself. Peace, be still. I say peace, be still, and know that I am God. Go ahead, Linda. 
Let us put it in another way. Whatever the conscious attention is fixed firmly upon, that quality is impelled into the experience of the individual. Whatever an individual sees with deep feeling within another individual, he forces into his own experience. This is the indisputable proof of why the only desirable feeling to be sent out from any individual is the presence of divine love. And I mean by that, pure, unselfish love. Mm. Students, students often, you know what? I just want to say quickly, you may want to highlight he forces that into his own experience. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, yeah, you'll experience it and blah, blah, blah. You are forcing it in. It's not even, it's not supposed to be there. But you are forcing something into your experience that you don't want to have. Okay. Students oftentimes wonder why they have so many conditions in their experience to handle as they become more and more sensitive. It is because they see an appearance which they have been taught to know is not real and by allowing their attention to become fixed upon it, they not only invite but force it into their own world and then have a battle in order to clean house. This can be avoided by instantly taking the attention off the appearance and knowing, I am, I am, I know I am free from this thing forever, no matter what it is. Hmm. This all comes, of course, from a lack of self-control of the individual or an unwillingness to use that self-control to govern the outer. There are these two distinct conditions with students. One is willing enough to make the effort, but unknowingly allows his attention to become fixed on the undesirable thing. The other one, through a quality of stubbornness, is unwilling to make the necessary effort to conquer it. No teacher at any time should hold a thought of criticism about any student, or if he does, he will invite that same criticism unto himself. If students get the right idea about this, they will stop it for their own protection. If one keeps silently seeing the discrepancy in another, it is even worse than the spoken word, for it allows the force to accumulate. When discrepancies are forced upon your attention, simply say to your I am presence, there is the I am presence within that person, and with the human I am not concerned. It matters not whether it is a person or an inanimate object. The moment you see an imperfection, you are forcing that quality into your own experience. This is so important, it cannot be stressed enough. So you mean to tell me when um, uh, uh, my phone is not working and I'm criticizing it, I'm forcing that into my own experience? Yep. When Facebook is acting wacky, and I'm criticizing, um, what's his name, Mark Zuckerberg. I'm forcing that into my own experience. <laughs> yep. And when I looking at when I'm looking at my knitting, and uh, I made a boo boo, 
and beat myself up, I'm forcing that into my experience. Uh, we just keep learning that stuff every day, don't we? Mm-hmm. I love it. I, but you know what? I got to tell you, I am um, so enjoying the ride now and the physical part. Um, and I mean, you know, not I haven't had like an abundance of, you know, money show up and all these kinds of things that, you know, I am so enjoying the journey now more than I ever did since I found uh, Neville and the I Am Discourses together. I'm just saying. I am so enjoying the ride. It is so delicious to me that every day I get the opportunity to do the work, to focus on my mighty I Am presence more, to um, get the lesson you know, and to uh, not criticize my phone for not for acting wacky, <laughs> and to not criticize my body, or to um, you know not feel less. Than, I I am so enjoying the journey. I can't even explain it to you. Even the complaining people at my at my at my job that I talk to every day, I don't necessarily enjoy them. <laughs> but I'm finding things to enjoy about working there, you know. So I just want to say that to all of you. There are ways that you can find, uh, you can find ways to enjoy your experience to the fullest. Because this is a grand opportunity you have. Do you realize that? This is a grand opportunity that you have, because you have chosen, number one, to come here. That was your choice. So while you are here, wouldn't it be so delicious to enjoy the journey even more and, and be, more, be more of your God self, be more perfection, be more of the beauty and the light and the love and the wisdom and the peace and the success and the wealth and the abundance and the opulence that you can be. I mean, every day you have 24 hours to bring about magnificence in your experience. Every day. I just think it's great. It's a grand opportunity. All right, go ahead, Linda. No amount of service can be of any permanent benefit unless the individual first accepts and gives adoration to his own divine self, the mighty I am presence. Those who want to serve the light and really do good should understand this clearly. When students say, if only I had the money, what good I could do, it is exactly the reverse thing that they ought to do. If one will enter into the I am presence, he will have all the money he wants and it cannot be kept away from him. Take the stand with every... Go ahead. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. 
Take that. Just say it. Okay. Take the stand with everyone. There is only the I am presence acting there in that person. It is much better not to touch upon a thing than to give an insufficient explanation. All outer experience is but a discipline. For those who are coming into this work, the present training is really a finishing school or experience. And that is why some of them feel it is a little strenuous. All the, all the ascended hosts feel with great joy the love and gratitude pouring out to them. And of course, they respond almost without limit. I am is all there is, everywhere present, visible and invisible. The consciousness most needed for each individual will come from time to time as the students continue to use this, to continue in the use of this. Do not let yourself strain after things. Just take the calm, certain attitude of the ascension. Calmly, quickly, lovingly accept it and just be. This avoids tension. Nothing is more powerful than this. Benediction. The mighty, all-pervasive, infinite presence, I am. We give forth our gratitude to thee that we have found thee, that we acknowledge thee, the all-powerful creator, making myself fully visible in our every need, in our full illumination, in our full mastery and dominion over all outer things. We thank thee that thou art all-pervading presence and that thou dost with thy strength and wisdom entail thy perfection everywhere. That was a delicious read, I think. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Linda. You're welcome. But again, if I only had the money, what good I could do? How often have we said that? Not in those words, but if I only had the money, mm-hmm. I could. If I only had the money, I could. I would, and then we say those things and go back to, you know, scrimping and saving, scrimping and feeling bad and seeing, you know, things that we would like to uh, donate to or help with or causes. If I only had the money, you know how um, debilitating that sounds. I mean, I've said it. Just think about it. It's how that sounds. Does that sound? Any way, in any way, shape, or form, like you are focused on your I am presence when you say something like that or you feel something like that? No, it's in any way, I, shape, or form. Yeah, it's saying I give up already before I even right. put, put the thought out. Right? It's so digesting sounding. If I only had the money, what good I could do? Whoop! You need to stand in your mighty I am presence and enter that. And if one will enter in the I am presence, he will have all the money he wants and it cannot be kept away from him. I um, don't think about money the way I used to these days. Um, It's a great tool and it's fun to have and, um, you know, it, it definitely can be used to create some wonderful things. 
But I don't think about it now. I think about my I am problem. You understand? Because it's the same thing about thinking about your body. You know, like if you start to, to realize that your I am presence, your God self is what created all of your bones, all of your organs, all of your, every signal, every cell that makes up this body, it absolutely knows how to fix this body if it's, if you're looking at it in a broken sort of way or if you're experiencing um, illness in any way, shape, or form. And that does not mean, like we said before, that you run out now and tell your doctor, I'm not taking my pills anymore. Because <laughs> Sydney said, let me focus on my I am presence. And that, listen, you're not, in, you're, not, you're not sufficient enough in your in pulling in of the energy. You're not sufficient enough to stand in that. Start there and then keep standing in that and knowing that you're giving everything, that you, every pill that you're taking, you're giving that pill the power that you could be giving to your I am presence. So start to give your I am presence more power and then you'll find that the pills will become unnecessary in time. Right. It's that because we have the time factor, it's, you know, you have to, so like a lot of things, we're used to taking a pill and, oh, take this pill and, you know, your cancer's gone instantly. Well, long ago, like around the turn of the century, we had naturopathic medicines uh, and they gradually, you know, worked and changed um, changed whatever, you know, you were taking them for to bring balance back in. And that's mm-hmm. what you're doing in this case, if you want to look at it from a more um, uh, chi balance, you know, balance in your life type of setup. Um, right. You're bringing your, it, you're bringing your body more back into balance so then you can uh, make a decision. Okay, I want to, I, I feel good. I want to, you know, I want to stop taking this or that. Right. But you have to start to see the evidence in your own experience. You can't just go and right. now say, oh, I'm going to stop taking these pills, you know, because mm-hmm. Sydney said, well, we read in the I am discourses that mighty I am presence. You're not, you are not sufficiently uh, focused in believing in your I am presence yet. You know, you haven't even accepted the whole thing because once you do that, you have to work on your thoughts. This, this is the experience that I have. Even with my back, when I hurt my back, I was in so much pain, I could not even... Like, sometimes I would just, you know, Linda, lift up my hand and I would be in a spasm. Right. And um, I started doing the yoga in the second life um, mode, you know, in that second life thing. Mm -hmm. And doing it every day. It's not, I'm doing it in my mind. I'm not doing it in, I wasn't doing it in my physical. And you're, if you can look at your thoughts, as being the action, and then, I'm sorry, 
yes, your thoughts and seeing the action and then what your subconscious produces or your or your God self produces is the reaction to your thought. Your thought is the reaction, what is produced is the, is what is manifested for you is your thought is the action, or what's manifested for you is the, is the reaction. Yeah? So in my thought process, every day I'm doing yoga in my second life world. It's a little world for me to be able to focus my thoughts. Today was the manifestation of that. And it took some time because, believe me, I was more, some days I was more focused on the pain than my mighty eye in presence. I'm going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you up front, oh, yes, every day I was staying in my mighty eye in presence and I never felt any pain. I felt pain. <laughs> Woo! And but I had to train myself. I had to train myself every day. It was a job. And I believe, I do feel like um, that it was a, a way for me to be able to, um, you know, if you, look at, if you look at things that are going on in your experience, it's, it's a way for you to be able to flex your mighty I am presence muscle. Okay, this is, <laughs> this is an opportunity for me to get in there. And do and do and do the job or do the battle with your your human self, you know your human thoughts, your your conscious thoughts, and to change them. So if we go in and into everything and looking at it as a problem, you may want to look at it as an opportunity for you to be able to flex your I am muscle better and to use it in a more constructive way and see what you can bring about. So don't go running out now, throwing your pills in the garbage. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but you will start to see, you know, like your thoughts will change. You know, there's so many people that go about losing weight before they even change any of their thoughts. And you see them gaining the weight back because they still feel heavy. Feel heavy. So if you're feeling heavy, no matter how many times you go on a diet, you're still going to gain the weight back. So you have to start to change your thoughts first. You have to. And then the things that you eat and the things that you do, you'll be doing exercising, you'll be just walking more, you'll be feeling more a good, you'll be feeling better about yourself. It's a, it's a natural progression that starts to happen. The outside will start to catch up with the inside. It does take work and it does take time. Like we just said, we live in a, a world of time. You have to do the work if you want that, if you want to um, enjoy your, your experience here. I'm enjoying my experience to the utmost. I'm, I am determined to suck every little piece of joy out of the day that I can. So do you, we have uh, three minutes before we have to log out. Any more comments? Thoughts, um, insights. Hello. Well, I'm the only one that's on the phone. Yes, I know. But uh, Gary can type in. So can uh, Yaren. I don't know if Gary wants to come in on the phone call because he was making coffee. He may be moving around. <laughs> Gary, you still never told us about your new TV. 
how that came out really quickly. Okay. Hi. Hello? Did we lose him? Oh, am I online? Am I on air? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes, you are. <laughs> I was trying to get the uh, phone un- unmuted on this side and didn't hear it. So. And happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. I'm a whole 49 this, this today, yesterday. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Here you go. <laughs> Welcome to the world of 49ness. <laughs> Woo! pretty exciting. So, yeah, I decided yesterday that it was going to be 60 and sunny, and it turned out to be 60 and sunny. Exactly. 60 degrees on my local weather forecast. That's fabulous. So, that's just things like that where it's like, ah, you know what? You can't tell me it doesn't work. Right. You can't. Right. You know, your experience is going to be your own, and don't live it. I love that. I love it. Go to it. Just go to so, it. Uh, you're doing it anyway. Are you Are you enjoying your new TV that you got? I am. You're going to have? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's, that's another good little story. I decided I needed a new TV, and I was, you know, going out shopping and looking, and, you know, nothing felt right. And all of a sudden, it's like, I'm going to stop looking for a TV. But I know that I want XX and X and, and a TV. And then it was it was either that day or the next day, uh, a friend of mine uh, decided they, they wanted to sell me their TV, uh, which is exactly the TV that I want brand and size and, you know, whatever things that I don't know about a TV they said I wanted. So. <laughs> and, they, and I got it. It was six months old, and I got it for less money than I would have paid in the store. Nice. So I let go of the wanting, you know, the not having the the wanting part of that formula and just decided to um, let it be. Huh? The empty part. Yeah, yeah. And then I just, you know, it's like, okay, I know I've got one. It's just going to, you know, come in a different way. So, bam, there it is. That's what happened. That's what happened. That is what happened. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you I can for tell that. you what, it'll work on traffic, it'll work on your roommate and his dirty dishes, <laughs> it'll work on your boss. I'm just telling okay. you from my personal experience. Well, I want to thank you all for being here with us today. Gary, Linda, you. Yaren, I love you all. And we'll see you all next week. Same time, same station. Have a great week. Bye. Stay on the phone if you want. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.